Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Oh, and bright it is. Beautiful weather. I'm loving this time of year. I am too. I actually did a little hike and picnic Saturday. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Where'd you go? Um, Sugar Pine. Oh, nice. Yeah, because everything was just crowded, which was great. Love to see people right. here over the weekend and the Renaissance Fair going on. It was just, it was a fun weekend, but just kind of kept driving to where it was a little quieter. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty up there at Sugar Pine. Yeah. Well, we are, we're loving the warm weather. And uh, although this morning I posted on Facebook, it was like that morning where you get out of the house and you have your hair wet and in a bun and a tank top on dressed for summer because it's going to be 70. And I walked outside and was reminded pretty quickly that I still live in Tahoe and it's not summer till the afternoon. Yeah. So <laughs> a little went, breezy out today I went too. back in, I was like, where's my puffy jacket? <laughs> so, uh, so that was funny, but, uh, but today we're talking about resolve and really kind of overcoming adversity and, and how to hang in there when things go sideways and things get tough because, um, that happens. And it seems like with a lot of my friends lately, um, a lot of people that I know, like, it just seems like the universe is testing people. It goes, it goes in waves. That's it does. For sure. It goes in waves. And, you know, some people say Mercury's in retrograde. Like we kind of joke about that. And, um, and it, you know, but it's like there are days, there have been days for me these last couple of weeks where it feels like, I feel like I'm slogging through the mud. Like, am I making progress? Is, you know, could one more thing happen? I'm, and I'm not asking that. That's rhetorical universe. <laughs> But, uh, but you know, it's just like stuff comes up, like the car won't start and you're like, how is this possible? You know, or the lawn's half mowed. Yeah. Or like Jen, (laughs) she mowed half of her lawn and then the mower went down and, you know, it's just silly little things that test your resolve. And, and in the moment they can feel like so overwhelming, Uh you know, and so crazy. And then you get news about somebody else that's really different and way more overwhelming. And you think like, wow, my problem's not that bad. Right? Like, this is really not that big of a deal. Um, Take a deep breath. What's the worst thing that could happen? Generally, I always say, like, it's probably time and money. Like, worst worst case scenario, we're losing time, we're losing money, or we're spending money on something. And... And so, you know, I've been kind of reflecting lately on what is, you know, what is the message here? Like, what's the metaphor? Because I always, when things go sideways, I kind of always look for the metaphor. Yeah. And um, sometimes in our group of coaches, we'll say, you know, what's perfect about this? You know, something really horrible happens and you're like, well, what's perfect about this? And you can only say that to yourself because if you say it to somebody else, they just hate you. (laughs) But if you ask yourself, um, you know, so the metaphors that I've come up with over the years when things go sideways and you're just kind of have to really dig into your own personal resolve is, you know, these messages of slowing down. It's like, okay, take a breath, slow down you know, or are you trying to force something that shouldn't be right? Sometimes it's like, we're trying, we're trying and like, everything's going wrong. Everything's going sideways. We just can't believe like, could one more thing happen? And then you have to ask yourself, like, am I trying to force this? Like, what am I trying to force? Do I need to just take a breath, give some space, give some time and see what's happening here? Yeah. And sometimes we do. And so, um, and then sometimes I think to myself, like, this is the universe testing me to see how committed I really am to this choice, right? <laughs> and I, I do believe that because it's like sometimes the first thing that goes, like, goes wrong, people are ready to give up. It's like, well, it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing it. How do we know the difference? Because I've, I've, I've wrestled with this very thing where is this something I shouldn't be doing or is it, you know, 
good things are tough and how, you know, am I willing to work for it? And I, I, it's hard sometimes to differentiate. It is. I think, you know, it's a really good question. And I think that it's about, um, kind of leaning in and seeing how it feels because I do think there's a distinct different feel between when you're trying to make something happen Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be and when you're trying to stay the course Mm -hmm. and I mean for me it's a gut feel right it's like it's hard but it still feels like it's the right thing to do okay right and it's you know because if it's easy to quit then I'll ask myself well why did you want to do it in the first place You know, what was the point behind this? And sometimes it can be a good opportunity when you're in that place of like, well, is this a sign I should quit or is this a sign I should keep pushing? Um, It can be a good time to, you know, re-reflect on, is that a word? Re-reflect? I don't know. But (laughs) it's a, to, you know, but to think about, like take some time, take some stock and, and think about it and reflect again and think, all right, well, why did I want this in the first place? And are those reasons still valid? And if they're not still valid, then, you know, am I doing this for me or was I doing this because someone told me I should, you know, and I think that's when you really have to dig into your own personal uh, feelings and thoughts about why you're doing something, your own personal why. And if you still, if the why still feels in alignment with your values, it still feels like the right thing to do. It's almost, we used to call it like, it's almost like a pull, right? Like, you know, it's going to be hard, but there's something pulling you in that direction, mm-hmm. even though it's hard mm-hmm. versus I'm doing this and I'm trying to do this and it's just hard and it's miserable and I, it's not making me feel any better and I don't, I don't really want to, but I'm still doing it anyway. I just think it's a good time to question your own commitment to it and why you committed in the first place. Yeah. And then that should guide you to if you, if you should quit or if you should stay. And if that doesn't, we should call you. Sure. <laughs> and then we can explore it because sometimes you do need a third party to explore with, whether it's a good friend, whether it's a coach, whoever it is, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to ask you a good question like that. Well, well I'm, I'm going to give you a little plug right now because I think that having somewhat of a disinterested third party, you know, you think, you know, good friends, good friends are tied a little bit to you. And, sure. And they're yes. tied to your outcome and they want, you know, they, they have... I don't know. I like disinterested third parties. I think you can pretty much get a more honest view. Well, and that's true because when I think about when my friends, (laughs) when I think about when my friends come to me, I get a little mama bear and I get really protective over them. And I'm like, okay, who do we need to hate together? (laughs) What do we need to do to get those people? I have a friend going through a situation that's tough. And, um, some of the perspectives that that I have and, and another friend have, are maybe not what she'd want to hear or be receptive to. Right. I guess is probably the best way to put it. And it's not – so we, we withhold that information. Right. We're there. We're supportive. We love you. And we do. I mean, that's right. all very true. But as far as maybe giving that more – Honest. Yeah, that's not as good feeling. Right. Well, we, and we, that – We don't. And that is – I mean, a good coach will, you know, say – or ask you whatever hard question there is without being attached to whether you keep them on as a coach or not. Yeah. Right. Because that is, that could be scary to ask a really hard question to a client because then they might decide they don't like you because they don't want to go there. But I mean, that's when, you know, as a coach, you're doing your job. And if that's the case and they're not ready to go there, then they're probably not ready for coaching. Yeah. And so then it's not, it's not a good time. They need to go back and do some more work on their own. And then when they're ready to kind of look at inside or look at what, 
you know, where their DNA might be on the problem um, or what they might be ignoring, then it's a good time to come back. But, um, but you do, I mean, you do raise a good question as when to know. And I think it's, it's a gut feeling. I mean, anytime that I have ever continued down the path of something that I felt like I should probably quit, but I didn't give up for whatever stubborn reason or cause I didn't want to be embarrassed or didn't want to let someone down. Like I pretty much always like upon reflection, I could say that I always knew that I should have quit <laughs> earlier. You know, I knew it was like, let it go. It's, you know, this is done. It's over. Stop, stop trying so hard versus other times where it's just like, wow, it'd be so much easier to quit and just be like, oh, this is the safe way. This is the easy way. I'm just going to stay here. You know, typically for me, um, that's generally a sign that, you know, doing the easy, safe thing for me is not generally what lines with my values. You know, I don't mind struggling for something that's worth it, yeah. but it has to be worth it. And that's when you got to know, like, and if you haven't thought about it, you probably need to think about it again and think like, do I really, really want to do this? And if you do, then you're even more committed after. And that's where that resolve comes in. Mm-hmm. And so, so it is important, um, to, to do the reflecting. So, um, so there's also this interesting piece where there's kind of two kinds of people in the world or two kinds of mindsets, I should say. There's people who have a negative mindset and there's people who have a positive mindset. And when things happen, like when your car won't start or when your kid doesn't win something at an event or um, when you don't get the job you wanted, um, the negative mindset is um, pervasive and it's constant and it's personal. So you think about it's like – you know, well, we never win anything. So I don't even know why we play, right? Like it's a, it's everything and anything. We never win anything, right? Or um, it's every part of your life. Well, you know, not only will my car not start, but, you know, our, our sink is leaking. And, you know, on top of that, the gophers chewed up our lawnmower. And, you know, just everything is wrong. And so it's just, you kind of want to listen for the everything, the never, the always, um, because it, people with a negative mindset, it's, it's very much pervasive and, um, and all the time. And then when you think about it, they make it personal, right? This is about me, you know, of course my car won't start. This is just, you know, ex- typical. This only happens to me. Or, yeah, well, we never win. And, you know, it's just our family never gets a break. Is It's very much that negative pervasive mindset. Now, on the, on the flip side, people who have a positive mindset, um, when things go wrong, they see it as episodic. You know, it's just like, oh, shoot, my car won't start. Like, that's a bummer. But they don't make it. They, and it's not personal. So it's not like, oh, of course, my car won't start. You know, it's like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, what am I going to do about that? And it's not everything. It's yeah. not because the car won't start that your whole life is falling apart. It's um, it's just one area. It's episodic and it's not personal. And so, you know, if someone comes in and, and yells at them at work, you know, they don't think like, everybody's against me. And, you know, they she always yells at me. It's like, wow, she had a rough day today and that was not friendly. <laughs> But it probably wasn't about me. It was probably about something else going on in her life. Yeah, so usually is. You know, so just check yourself and notice if you're one of those people who's saying always or everyone or making it all about you every time something goes wrong. You might be in that negative mindset and you may want to try and shift that. And there's a couple of exercises you can do 
to shift that, the first one um, is one that I learned about on Facebook from my friend Corey Underhill this weekend. She plays a game with her little boy, Drew, who's four years old, and um, it's called Good News, Bad News. Well, I don't know if that's what she calls it, but that's what I call it since I read about it. And I've started using it with my kids, but she says, like, she'll say, well, the bad news is our flight is delayed. And then her little boy will say, but the good news is that means we get more time on vacation. And so I started that with my kids. So Celeste yesterday was like, I missed the wagon train. You know, she was so bummed that she oh. missed the wagon train. And I didn't even know she wanted to see it. So I then, snuck in the town. Yeah, it was in the paper, though. I saw it in the was Tribune. Um, and then I said, well, the bad news is you missed the wagon train. What's the good news? And then, you know, she was thinking about it. And she's like, well, I could see it next year. You know, and I'm like, right. Because it comes every year. So, um, at least so, she didn't say, Mom, the good news is we can drive and catch up with it and yeah. see it up at the top of Echo Summit. Right. So, um, so anyhow, it was, um, it was a great example. And then, so we've been trying to do that, um, you know, all the, the whole weekend since we read about it. I'm like, that's a great way to, you know, create an attitude of gratitude because there's always going to be some kind of bad news. There's going to be something that's a bummer that happens, but then there's always some bright side on the other side. There's always some good news, right? So I took when my car wouldn't start yesterday. Um, you know, it's hilarious because we have this Jeep that's got 200 and some odd thousand miles on it that we've been driving forever. And then we have the brand new, well, not brand new, but pretty new Audi that's like shiny and fast (laughs) turbo injected that won't start and i'm like well the bad news is the audi won't start but the good news is the jeep's running like a champ (laughs) so you know so we just kind of play this this attitude of gratitude game bad news good news so thank you Corey, for that That that's amazing um and many kids will be taught that since you posted it and then the other thing is to just trust the process Uh, i read this great quote about how an arrow can't be launched forward without first be, be being pulled back. And I, that just stuck with me. I mean, that metaphor of like pulling the arrow back before releasing it to go forward, I thought, wow, isn't that the truth? Uh-huh. And sometimes we see that as like a sign that we're doing everything wrong. And sometimes I think it's just putting, getting a, ourselves on the right path, you know, readjusting, re-collaborating so that where we land is the right target. Sometimes we just need a little nudge. And so we've just got to trust the process. You've heard me say it in other shows, but sometimes life goes wrong in your favor. You know, some things end up, sometimes things end up even better. Most every time things end up better than they were before. And you would have never done that on your own. So mm-hmm. you kind of need a little nudge, right? Yep. And so, um, so be thinking about that. You know, sometimes when you get a setback, um, just trust that you're the arrow being pulled back and getting ready to launch. Um, so that's there. And then finally, it's just learning to hang in there. And that's where you've got to really try, you know, develop that grit and perseverance because things that are worthwhile don't always come easily. It doesn't mean that everything that's worthwhile has to be a struggle. So I don't believe that. I don't believe the opposite that, you know, if it's worth it, you have to be, you know, blood, sweat, tears, pain, misery. Like, I don't believe that. But I do believe that sometimes you will, your commitment to things will be tested. And if you really, truly believe in it, then that's the time to dig in your heels and, you know, lean into your resolve and say, you know what? Okay, you're testing me. I'm in. I'm going to do it. And, uh, and so that's what today's show is all about is resolve and overcoming adversity, um, by really leaning into your own grit and perseverance, yeah. um, and sticking in there. So it's all you can do. 
yeah, so sh- feel free to share your tips for persevering and, and you know, developing your grit on our Facebook page, the Positivity Link, or on the K Tahoe page. Um, what's the Facebook page for K Tahoe? It's K Tahoe Radio. Just K Tahoe Radio. You'll find us, K T H O. And uh, and you can check us out. Check out our team of uh, super persevering coaches at P Link Coaching Center for Excellence. P Link stands for the Positivity Link. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. Well, we'll we'll talk to you. You can hear us next Monday, same time, same place. Thank you so much for being here. Perfectly timed show, too, might I say? Oh, thank you, Jen. I will say. <laughs> Strange how those things work out, right? You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.